All right. Thank you for joining another episode of the Sports Beat with Brandon C. Coming to you from the Clover Avenue studios. Let's jump into the aftermath of the 49ers-Texans second preseason game. So just to start off, uh, the players that were out this past game, Eric Armstead, defensive end, hamstring, George Kittle, tight end, shoulder, Matt Breida, backup running back, shoulder, Solomon Thomas, uh, defensive end, concussion, Gary Gilliam, the backup left tackle, concussion, Malcolm Smith, linebacker, hamstring, and Kwan Williams, the uh, nickel cornerback, out with the ankle injury. And also, almost forgot, Jarek McKinnon, the starting running back. He was out with a calf injury. Uh, so McKinnon, all reports are that he'll be ready for week one versus the Vikings. Um, it's yet to be seen if he'll be 100%. Uh, Matt Breida, he'll be back by week one against the Vikings as well. Eric Armstead, um, he's day-to-day. He's been practicing um, lightly, but... He's been held out of the games. George Kittle, shoulder. He should be back week one. Um, Solomon Thomas, he had the concussion. So I'd imagine he's day-to-day. Same with Gary Gilliam. And Malcolm Smith, the often injured linebacker, was out with the hamstring. Um, not sure. No, There's no reports on when he'll be back. And uh, K1 Williams, minor ankle injury. I think they're just holding him out as a precaution. He's essential to the 49ers defense. They need somebody strong, somebody in there to cover the slot receivers. And he'll be that man. It's going to be tough if they if he's not in that starting lineup week one because they got a, a glaring large hole to fill. All right, so like I said before, I kind of want to evaluate the players' playing time to see how the coaches view them on the depth chart based on playing time. So this game versus the Texans, Jeremy McNichol started little background on him. He was a fifth round pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at a Boise state in 2017. He was released by the Buccaneers and the 49ers signed him to their practice squad in 2017. And he's been with the Niners since they gave him opportunity in um, this game, the second game versus the Texans, nothing too great. But he looked solid. He looked like he hit the holes. There wasn't much um, running room for him. Texans got a tough defense. But it looked like he knew what he was doing. He knew where the holes were. He knew where he was supposed to go. And coming in second on the depth chart on this Texans game was Joe Williams. Um, he didn't look too good. He kind of looked lost. Um, like he didn't know where uh, where holes were going to be. He didn't know how to hit the hit the hole. He ended up fracturing a rib. And then uh, third was uh, Raheem Mostert. It seems like the Niners are going to keep him as a backup running back and as a uh, special teams player. And then um, the back or bottom of the depth chart right now, Alfred Morris. So going into week one, it looks like Jarek McKinnon, if he's all healthy, he'll be the starting running back. Matt Breida, if he's healthy, he'll be the second running back. Him and McKinnon will uh, split carries. And then at this moment, it looks like there is a battle for that third spot between McNichols, Mostert, and Alfred Morris on who's going to get snaps after that. 
all reports are is that Joe Williams will miss week one. I think he's in danger of losing a roster spot. The Niners might end up cutting him somewhere between now and week one. All right, so moving on to the wide receivers. Um, no surprise here. Pierre Garçon and Marquise Goodwin are going to be uh, the starting receivers. And they'll be, it looks like based on this Texans game, that Dante Pettis will be spelling Garcon and Goodwin. He did come in on the second play of the offensive series with Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's a good sign for him. It looks like he's earning playing time. They're putting him in there, seeing how well he can do. And then the slot receiver, Trent Taylor, he looks like he got that position locked up. He looked really good on his return. He came back from a back injury. And then um, Richie James, the rookie, He'll, he he got fifth on the depth chart right now. And based on that preseason game one, it looks like he can play slot or he can play um, the X or the Z wide receiver spots. Um, at this moment, based on playing time, it looks like Kendrick Bourne is the sixth wide receiver. Kendrick Bourne, he, in, he entered the game on the 49ers second offensive possession on the second play. Jimmy Garoppolo was still in the game. So it looks like they're going to give him some playing time, see if he can cut it with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, see if he could develop some chemistry. After week one of the preseason, it looked like Bourne was on that cusp of getting cut. He looked like the uh, seventh or eighth receiver, but it looked like he's earned himself some more playing time. And um, it's yet to be seen if the Niners are going to hold six or seven wide receivers a lot of people are assuming that they're only going to hold six or keep six wide receivers, which means a decent receiver is going to get cut. So on the edge of, of getting cut is Aaron Burbridge, Aldrick Robinson, and Victor Bolden. Uh, neither one of them played with the first team offense. Neither one of them played with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. They came into the game after Garoppolo was out of the game. So for them, that's not good news. Um, you want to get your starters in there with the starting quarterback. See if they can develop some some chemistry. And from there, uh, from this vantage point, it's it's look it's not looking good for them. They're at risk of losing their job and hitting the free agent market in a couple weeks. So just to recap the uh, Niners um, wide receiver depth chart. Pierre Garçon, Marquise Goodwin, Dante Pettis, Trent Taylor, Richie James, and Kendrick Bourne look to be the top six wide receivers with Aaron Burbridge, Aldrick Robinson, and Victor Bolden on the outside looking in. Tight end position. Like I said earlier, George Kittle, he was out with a uh, shoulder injury. He had a separated shoulder in preseason game number one. All reports are he should be back for regular season game number one versus the Vikings. So starting in his place was number 88, Garrick Salek. And backing up Salek was Cole Wick. And coming in third on the depth chart on this Texans game was Cole Hikutini. It does look like there's going to be a battle between Wick and Hikutini for that third tight end position. Um, Cole Wick, he started the game. The Niners came out in a two tight end formation, and it was Salek and Wick. Then on the second play, 
I'm sorry. And then on the third play, um, Cole Hickatini came in in a three wide receiver set with Trent Taylor, Garcon, and Goodwin. And Hickatini looks like a big bodied wide receiver. He wears number 83. He looks like a throwback big wide receiver. He kind of looks like like a little bit bigger Jordy Nelson, I would say. Or um, or he looks like the wide receiver that used to play for the Broncos, Ed McCaffrey. His son is actually on the Niners team right now, Max McCaffrey. But uh, Hickatini does look like a, a big-bodied Ed McCaffrey. Except for he looks a lot faster. And he looks like uh, the Niners are going to give him a lot of playing time. See if he could uh, make some plays. See if he could get a little chemistry with Jimmy Garoppolo. He did play with Jimmy Garoppolo on the first series. And he came in a few plays on the second series. He made a catch or two. Uh, there was a play where um, Jimmy Garoppolo rolled to his left on a stretch to the left. He play action to the running back. He rolled back to his right and hit Hikatini for... About a three-yard pass, but Higatini was able to turn it into a, a nine-yard um, reception. So on the depth chart there at the tight end spot, I'd say right now George Kittle is the leader, and then Garrett Salick is the um, second tight end with a battle between um, Cole Wick and Cole Higatini. So it'll be a battle of the Coles, see who can win that third tight end spot. Okay, so moving on to the offensive line. Left tackle, Joe Staley. Left guard, Lakin Tomlinson. I got to say, Lakin Tomlinson has been looking good. He looks like he's gotten better from last year. He's really stepped up. He's making plays. Uh, and at center, Weston Richburg, the free agent signee from the Giants. He looks pretty good. Niners might have got a steal there. And at right guard, Mike Person. And at right tackle, the rookie from Notre Dame, Mike McGlinchey. On the offensive line, there is a position battle between Mike Person at right guard, Joshua Garnett, and Jonathan Cooper. In this game versus the Texans, Mike Person started the game. He played the first series with Jimmy Garoppolo. And then um, on the second series, Joshua Garnett came in. And he played at right guard with the starting offensive line and with Garoppolo. So that looks good for him. It looks like he's getting an opportunity coming off of his knee injury to gain that starting position. So at this very moment, it looks like Mike Person is the starter. Things could change before their week three game. And Joshua Garnett can overtake that, that spot. The coaches are probably hoping that Garnett would be the starting right guard. Because Mike Person is also the backup center. And this will leave Mike Person to um, to uh, to just hang out on the sideline and just wait to come in and spell either Tomlinson, Richburg, or Garnett whenever there is an injury. Or these guys need a couple plays off. And that brings me to Jonathan Cooper. He was a free agent signee from the Cowboys. He's been dinged up, had a few injuries. He came in uh, with the third-team offensive line. So he'll be in that role. So the Niners are looking solid in that interior offensive line position. I think if uh, Tomlinson 
person or Garnett were to go down with the injury, I think they'll the coaches will be happy with having Cooper there to come in and fill that role. Uh, moving on to the left tackle backup, um, the third drive of the Texans game, Andrew Lauderdale came in and he was the backup left tackle with Gary Gilliam out with a concussion. At this moment, it looks like uh, Joe Staley, obviously the starter at left tackle, Gary Gilliam, the backup at left tackle, and then Andrew Lauderdale, he's playing for a roster spot as the um, third left tackle. That brings me to an injury that happened. Eric Magnuson, interior offensive lineman, he uh, had a hamstring pull. They said he'll be out until at least week six. So he might end up uh, getting cut. He was the backup center in um, uh, week one of the preseason. He played right tackle in college. So he's a utility offensive lineman, but it looks like he got injured. He'll be out. And then um, the Niners had Darrell Williams at right tackle. So what does the depth look like on that um, offensive line? So at this moment, you got Staley, Tomlinson, Richburg, Person, and McGlinchey as the starters. Most teams are going to carry seven or eight offensive linemen. Um, so that with six and seven, that brings us Joshua Garnett and Jonathan Cooper making it seven. So who's going to be the eighth? I think the eighth will be uh, Gary Gilliam uh, based on the fact that he was the backup left tackle in the first preseason game. He ended up getting concussion. He didn't play in the second preseason game. But it looks like they'll bring him in. He'll be the swing tackle in case anything happens to Staley or McGlinchey. He'll be able to fill that void. Okay, so that does it for the um, offensive depth chart. Of course, I didn't get into the quarterback position. That's uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got that pretty sewn up. And at this very moment, C.J. Bethard is the second quarterback on the depth chart with Chris Mullins coming in third. There might be a little battle brewing there. Um, Bethard hasn't looked too sharp. We'll see what happens. It wouldn't surprise me if the Niners end up cutting both of them uh, based on who's available in free agency. So after week four, all the teams are going to um, cut their guys. They're going to cut um, approximately 35 guys every team. And then we're going to, um, there's going to be a lot of openings. A lot of good guys are going to get cut. One guy to look out for, I would guess, is Teddy Bridgewater. Every Darnold, and it looks like he's going to be their starter with Josh McCown as the backup. Josh McCown is making $10 million this season. And Teddy Bridgewater, he's the third quarterback on the Jets depth chart. And he's making, he's going to be making $6 million this year. So, one of those quarterbacks are going to get cut, McCown or Bridgewater. And from um, things I'm reading is that they really love McCown. Every team that's ever had Josh McCown has really loved him, not only as a solid backup quarter quarterback, but as a mentor. So if I had to make a guess right now, Bridgewater will probably end up getting cut. He's looked solid in preseason. Um I think he would be an exceptional fit as a backup to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He could come in, learn Kyle Shanahan's offense, 
um, stay with the Niners for a couple years, be the be the backup, and and if anything were to happen to Garoppolo, he could come in a couple weeks and he could he could make plays, and he can just be a solid backup quarterback if uh, God forbid anything happens to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So look out for that. And uh, thanks for listening to another edition of the Sports Beat with Brandon C. You can follow me on Twitter at Brandon C. B R A N D O N C E E. I'm gonna get to the defense on my next podcast, but one thing I want to throw out there is Cassius Marsh started at uh, defensive end, and he did not look good. Look for him to get cut pretty soon. He might be looking for a new team. Seems like a swell guy, but um. He don't look like a fit on the Niners defense. Well, thanks for listening. Tune in to my next one coming out soon. See you guys.